0: Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how.
1: Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Happy New Year.
2: Happy New Year. I am imagining the coiffure.
1: (laughs) Her hair is just as tousled as your beard. How high is your water,
2: mama? Six (laughs) feet high and rising. (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Because you, got st- you got rid of your rats by flooding your house. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's yes. not a good plan. Well, it's a plan that works. That was works. not well thought of.
1: <laughs> <All>
2: <laughs> I right. hope everything's okay. I hope there's, you know, no yes. black mold. and.
1: Yes, no, I did ask that same question. Everything appears good. to be fine. Yep. Okay. We are more likely to die of uh, bubonic plague. But uh, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> You, um. by the way, uh, what's her name? Uh, Marsha Blackburn tweeted, uh, Fauci is an unelected bureaucrat that has no accountability to the American people, but Joe Biden has given him the authority to make decisions that affect the entire nation. You said Marsha has a problem distinguishing recommendations from orders, so I'm reluctant to tell her to go jump
2: in the lake. That was nice That was, of you. Re- that was a rewritten tweet, by the way, because uh, it was originally, I-, I'm reluct- I am reluctant to advise her to go herself yes uh, yeah. right yeah. yes and i thought that would be i thought that would be undignified and i would have to explain it on the stephanie miller show <laughs> i would have to atone for it yeah uh, yeah yeah amid, In, amid I, my fellow mooks hey yeah. that previous caller got away with got away with using the word elixir and you guys didn't like make a dirty joke out of it yeah, yeah. elixir so she's You're happy. right yeah. uh, you know. elixir i, I very, just, barely know her i just met her yeah
1: right. what oh, man. charlie uh hello <laughs> I was talking earlier you know, about how this craziness has become the official Republican Party, and you retweeted a Cobb County GOP committee is holding a January 6th program and candlelight vigil for the, quote, J6 patriots uh, the, for the violent mob that overran the Capitol. The Cobb GOP was once the heart of the mainstream GOP in Georgia, but Trump's rise has pulled the local party to the far right. And you just said this is an ominous report because— the mainstream has become the crazy now.
2: There is there there is there is no sensible Republican mainstream anymore, any more yeah. any more than there are moderate Republicans in the Congress, regardless of what we think of Liz Cheney at the moment. Right.
1: Yeah. You no, know, this is
2: Liz Liz Cheney voted against all the voting rights legislation. Yep. Yeah. She did. You know, I mean this. let's not get crazy. Yeah. Uh but I do think I mean I think it's smart for Benny Thompson to put her out there as as the as the face of the committee. I think that that's a pretty shrewd move mm-hmm. because you know, she's just she's a, she's a Republican and she knows how to do angry. She knows how to do politically angry. Yeah. And go for you the know, jugular. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. I yeah. mean, if they're having a damn they're, they're having the devils on time, finding a jugular on anything at this point. Yeah. Like hacking away at the guy's shoulder blades.
1: Yeah. Well, you talked about uh, the people they may or may not subpoena. You said there'll be no law or substance behind Jim Jordan's defense, but it will be a show. Um I don't know, my favorite part of that piece was just when you said, hang on a second, put on a, for God's sakes, Jim, put on a jacket, will you? This isn't a Waffle House. <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm hoping you have to wear a jacket if you're answering a subpoena. Do you? I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know, but, you know, I, I, I always, you know, he looked like the dad at the Waffle House yes. on, all those, on all those committees. You know, they just got there from church, and dad's getting rid of the coat and leaving the tie on so the kids will respect his autoritee. And, you know, that's Jim Jordan. <laughs> um, Charlie, we've been talking about this all morning, though, that just I honestly
1: I don't even know how to navigate this, that we just long ago lost any common set of facts,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whether it's, yeah, about, well, we, you, know, you know, this know, we, polling is just really disturbing about the, the big lie, the election, the insurrection, you name it, a vaccine.
2: Yeah, the blog, the, you know, the, the blog was dark for a week, so I got to just sort of like watch the news or, you know, ignore the news and watch football. Yeah. And, you know, just start to feel what the political zeitgeist is. And even in Massachusetts, it's, 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 it's such an unsettled, bizarre time. Yes. Uh, you know, it is very likely, for example, that we're going to have some kind of MAGA guy run for the Republican nomination in Massachusetts and maybe get it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Because even here, uh, you know, Charlie Baker wasn't, wasn't good enough for them uh so i don't know i mean I, I i i read margaret sullivan had a great piece in the washington post that's a redundancy because she always has a great yeah, great piece in the yeah. washington post about how journalism has to step up and defend democracy yeah but I, I i wonder if there's an audience for that anymore you know it doesn't look like the country's that dedicated to democracy anymore
1: yeah yeah
2: uh you've got well, you've got you know 30 percent of it countries out of its mind uh thirty percent of the country that is been driven out of its mind by the crazy people. Yeah. And you've got sixty per or you know, forty percent of the country that just sits there like a lump in the middle and, and doesn't seem to be threatened by anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you wrote a great piece. For Christmas, we received a hopeful week. Science has done all it's can, it can. Now it's up to uh, us to rediscover our common humanity. And, you know, you were talking about the U.S. Army, Walter Reed. They may have a vaccine that mm-hmm. will, you know, fight every variant. That was obviously hopeful news. But I just I want you to talk a little about your childhood and your mom you said I'm old enough to remember the unequivocal joy with which the Salk vaccine against polio was received you said my mother had been confined for weeks in an iron lung after contracting polio as a young woman It left her with uh, a lasting medicophobia that she transferred to me therefore making sure polio affected our lives long after the vaccine eradicated it but even she insisted I be immunized as soon as the vaccine became available she didn't believe in doctors but she believed in that vaccine talk about that a little bit
2: Yeah. That was, I mean, we have been, you know, we, we were, uh, my father wasn't because he went through so much of the vaccination culture in the Navy in world war II. Right. So he, he had become accustomed to getting all kinds. I mean, right. You know, he served, he served in, you know, in both the European and Pacific theaters and you had to get an entirely different bunches of shots Mm -hmm. for the Pacific theater. So he was used to it. He, he never missed a doctor's appointment. Uh, you know, my mother wouldn't go near them because yeah. they were the people who put her in the iron lung. Mm-hmm. And she never talked about that, but I know it was horrible because I talked to her cousins about it. Uh, but as soon as that polio vaccine came out, she just about like strapped me to the roof of the car, Seamus uh, Romney style and drove me to <laughs> the Uh Seriously, I mean, she was absolutely uncompromising on it. Yeah. And then of course I became a, a happy camper a few years later, when the Sabin vaccine came along, mm-hmm. and we could all take it orally. Yeah. Yeah. On that's a sugar right, cube. Maybe. sugar cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sugar cube. That's right. Yummy. Uh, it got me ready to take LSD when I was down there.
1: <laughs> Charlie. Or how you can put, like, I don't know, you know, melted cheese on anything. Kids will eat it, mm-hmm. according to oh, the commercials. Uh, I will broccoli.
2: I will eat it. I will eat it, too, <laughs> Stephanie, to be perfectly really honest. Yeah, exactly. That's how I eat Broccoli. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe we I
1: haven't saw. thought of melted cheese yet for yeah. the, the COVID vaccine <laughs> um, yeah Charlie I've been saying that all morning though that it really I am having a hard time still get, wrapping my head around that this is the first a- elective pandemic we have like you said we've everything polio, measles, smallpox we, we eradicated all of them with vaccines this is the first time we're just yeah, choosing I even, I we're choosing even, well, to go that, into year three
2: of this I mm-hmm. guess I don't even remember getting vaccinated for smallpox it happened to me either. so long yeah, I mean, not sure by the way, I did my my, I got mom, a hole in my arm. But I wonder if some of it's
1: generational. Because my mom was, I mean, she never even gave us aspirin. Like I've never taken a drug my whole life. i not. I haven't even smoked pot because my mom was like that. I mean, not anti doctor, but I, I don't remember her. She, you know what I mean. Like we just didn't go to the doctor. I don't even remember having a regular doctor. Like I, and so I get that sort of. And she was just, like I say, reluctant to even give us aspirin unless we really needed it. Uh, So I I sort of get that mentality. But you're right. There was no questions. And up until two years ago, everybody, parents just got your kids vaccinated. They have to have all these vaccines to go to school. You just did
2: it. There were a little bit of the woo-woo wellness community.
1: Right. Who
2: were resisting vaccines on the the spurious. Fringe. uh, Very fringe. They were fringe. I mean, they were absolutely fringe. Yeah. But that's and, what you know, I'm saying I, know, is- I go through. I go through this now and I think, you know, what if this was something like Ebola? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what if th- this was the third variant of hemorrhagic fever? Yeah. I mean, we'd have millions of people dead. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. But, now. Charlie, I don't, am I being, I keep saying I blame Trump because what is the difference in all the years of all the vaccines we've all known all our lives and this
2: one? I would say trump and the, the, this is the, this is this is one of the things that he opened the floodgates on yes you know just, it's not, not just not this like, election denial not, just right. just that oh, we yeah, don't that, have I mean, any set of facts that are because that's of, the thing i mean he 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 allowed the worst parts of the national id to escape mm-hmm. basically yeah he's like the twilight zone with the the guy who's locked the howling guy locked in the cell and it turns out to be the devil mm-hmm. uh-huh. But when
1: he gets booed by his own people for getting the booster. Yeah, I mean, where, how do we get back from this, Charlie? How do we end this? I, pandemic? I don't
2: I honestly don't know. This is the only time I've, I've actually looked this up. It's the only time in history where there was an organized political movement against a cure. Yeah, right. Thank you. I mean, there were, there Thank were people you. who were there were people who were nervous about the polio vaccine because they weren't sure about mm-hmm. it. They're not who that's
1: about, brilliant. They're not booing the disease. Right. They're booing the cure. And during the
0: Spanish <laughs> yeah. flu, there were a few anti-maskers here and there, but nothing like it is today.
2: Yeah. 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 But the biggest I mean, problem they had with the Spanish flu is they kept thinking it was over. Right. 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 Yeah. And then well, they released the, They They'd relieve the regulations. And then it would come back again. Right. Yeah. You know, they had, yeah. They had this massive parade in Philadelphia. Yeah. And, well, it you know, a month later, Philadelphia was swamped again. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Reminds you of the, you know, Orange Bowl, or whatever, no all dis- these stadiums there packed no three days ago. With no- the flu-
2: there was no disagreement that the flu was bad. Right. Yeah. You know, people weren't arguing about how bad the flu was. Yeah.
1: Well, um, so you end on a hopeful note. You said, I believe we have it in us to be better than we have been. I believe we have it in us to be better than we are. I believe we can rediscover our common humanity if we just look for it. There are all kinds of things we knew and loved once that we've forgotten. There are better parts of ourselves that have lain dormant for far too long. Rediscovery can be as exciting as discovery was in the first place. I'm remi- I re- You reminded me of the Amanda Gorman quote, you know, there's always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if mm-hmm. only we're brave enough to be it. I mean, that, that except I thought... I didn't. I didn't think forty percent of the country wouldn't want to live or have their child want to protect their children. But here we are. I hope yeah. you're. I hope you're right that somehow. Uh, people yeah, I, mean, I
2: will. Go. I will fully grant you that there's no that there's no empirical evidence at the moment behind everything I wrote there. But <laughs> yes. uh, you, if you don't hope for that, then I don't know where you go. Yeah. But you know, uh, you we know, have this, to keep this, this. This thing will be with us forever now. Yeah. This. I mean, there's no getting yeah. rid of of, of COVID nineteen now, one right. variant or another. I mean, it just isn't right. Yeah. Even if even if That's an right. entire generation of anti-vaxxers dies off, their kids will be carrying it around. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This And we've done this to ourselves. It's just it's infuriating and depressing. But I, I'm with you, Charlie. I keep saying we look at the polling and you have to go. There are a lot more of us that are vaccinated that believe Joe Biden won legitimately, that agree on a common set of facts. I don't know what else. I'm hopeful, too. You're right. Against all odds for 2022, Charlie. I don't know why. I feel like we will see some degree of justice, accountability. I believe, you know, that we can uh, look at the gerrymandering story, right? Didn't turn out as bad as we thought it was, go- it, it was going to. So, like, we can do this. And I, I, I do feel like it, it's just, I, I, the COVID thing, it's you're a, right. I, I long, don't know what to do. It's
2: a long uphill battle, though. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, um, first of all, I think you're going to see violence at polling stations Yeah. around the country. I, I, I don't might. think there's any way to avoid that now, especially if they enforce a mask mandate, which they may have to. Well, more and
1: more people are writing books like Malcolm Nance's, you know. Mm-hmm. What is the name of his t- title of his new book? Of course, Terrifying Like Him, but they accurate. They want to kill Americans. They want to kill Americans, you know. That, that. I mean, look at the guy going, when do we get Malcolm to start shooting people? You Malcolm know? does
2: get his teeth down to the bone, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: But a lot of people are writing books like this, that just a- extremism yeah. experts saying this is a really uniquely dangerous time. That, the, you know, throwing around terms like civil war and secession and, uh, you know what, what? what candle- is the percentage having of Republicans like
2: vigil to a, having candlelight vigil for a bunch of freaking vandals sure.
1: is it it's like 40 percent of the Republicans think violence will be necessary to something to, against the federal government I mean it's just this is a you're right Charlie it is a really it's a uniquely disturbing I, know, I mean
2: I just you know I I, I wonder about those polls. it's very easy to say yes right to that poll and then have no intention of ever picking up a gun right yeah So, I mean, I, you know, I, I question, I question sometimes the value of those polls and whether or not they do much more harm than good. Yeah. You know, you're polling about whether we're going to have a civil war. And how
1: much, how many of those people did Republicans, Charlie, do you think really don't think Joe Biden won deliberately, uh, legitimately, or they just don't want to be wrong. They just don't want to believe there's more of them than us. Do you know what I mean? They want to feel like, no, no, no. More people think how I think. I think
2: more people think Joe Biden did not win legitimately then don't want to admit they're wrong. Yeah. I, I really do believe yeah. that it's an entrenched, you know, entire belief system now that X, Y, and Z happened, and that's why Donald Trump did, was not reelected.
1: But you always th- are great about talking about, you know, re- even recent history. I was saying that, you know, the first coup was 2000 with the Brook Brothers no and the Supreme Court, and, the, the, you know, they had a plan then, and it was successful. And so, and was, But we had one same. set of facts. It was the same
2: plan. Right. Mm-hmm. It was it was the inside baseball with the state's electors. They, that yep. was where that idea came from. Yep. Yep. Uh, they were gonna they were gonna send their own electors to Washington and Florida, mm-hmm. uh, and then there was the you know obviously the inside game with the Supreme Court, and then there was the outside game at Miami Dade that mm-hmm. stopped right. the recount. But my point is that how that, that we could we... How, to this day I don't understand how that wasn't a violation of the Voting Rights Act. Yeah. And, and, bringing people from out of state but we, to we stop a legitimate recount. Yeah. Right, yeah.
1: but we all agree it was 500-something and something votes in one state. This big lie, Joe Biden won in a landslide by 7 million votes and by, by an electoral
2: landslide that, you know, Trump claimed the last time. I mean, it wasn't yeah, even he, close. It wasn't he won even in close. He won in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He's got two senators from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, may he have them forever, yeah. uh, you know, because that, that would be... A, just, that would be a When you did the
1: thing. sign of the cross, I just noticed your MOOC pin. Yeah. I didn't yes. even notice what? the <laughs>
2: pin. <laughs> sign of the MOOC. Yes, the sign of the
1: MOOC. <laughs> I made the sign of the, the name MOOC. of the Father, Son, and the Holy MOOC. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right, the Holy Mook. All right, love you, Charlie. See you next week. I love you guys. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy, Year. Happy New Year.